Welcome to today's daily audio podcast with Pastor Ken Spicer. We invite you to search the scriptures daily and allow God's love, grace, and favor to be the hallmarks of your life. Now prepare your hearts to hear a word from God today. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. It's a new week and a new chapter. We're starting chapter number 11. We left off on Friday while Peter was speaking and preaching in the home of Cornelius and to his household. Immediately, they received his words with faith. They were born again, and then the Holy Spirit fell upon them in order to emphasize or re-emphasize to Peter the message of the vision where he saw all the unclean animals, and you know God told him, what I have cleansed, don't you call common. And then by the time Peter got to the home of Cornelius in chapter 10, he had fully understood the meaning of the vision. In fact, he said to Cornelius uh, in verse 28 of chapter 10, You know how unlawful it is for a Jewish man to keep company with or go in to one of another nation, but God has shown me that I should not call any man common or unclean. And so Peter was getting the message, but then when the Holy Spirit fell sovereignly upon those believers in the home of Cornelius, it re-emphasized the point. Um, in fact, Paul uh, Peter says in verse 47 of, of um, Acts 10, he says, um, Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? So he's acknowledging that they received the Holy Spirit just as the Jewish leaders, apostles, and disciples, those that had lived with Jesus. And he's making a, a mental note here. So now we start up in verse 11, um, and Peter is back in Jerusalem now, and he's being confronted by uh, the the Jews there. And these people were believers, remember. Um, But let's just begin here in verse 1. It says, Now the apostles and brethren who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. So the word had spread now that God not only was after the Jews, but also the Gentiles, meaning people from any other nation, now had the opportunity to be saved. Remember during the ministry of Jesus, um, he was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now he encountered a few uh, Gentiles along the way. The centurion was one where he said, I've not seen this great, this so great a faith in all of Israel. You remember the Syrophoenician woman whose daughter had a demon, and and uh, she continued after him until finally she began to worship him and got his attention. Um, and, you know, he said, it's not good that I give the children's bread to the dogs. And she said, yes, but even the dogs eat the crumbs of the master's table. And immediately he again commented he had not seen as much faith even in Israel. So he had encountered people of the Gentile nations that had a heart for him. But uh, as a whole... The Gentiles were shut out of the promise of God. So now word is spread. The Gentiles are coming into the fold. But I want to remind you of some little interesting side note here. Uh, Remember in Matthew 16 where Jesus said, you know, who do men say that I am? And this is over in Matthew uh, 16 verse uh, 13. Who do people say the Son of Man is? And his disciples replied and said, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But what about you, Jesus said in verse 16? Whom do you say that I am? 
And Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus replied in verse 17, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by the flesh, by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not overcome it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Wherever, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So now, I read all that to, to point out something. First of all, uh, Peter is, uh, uh, it means stone. It doesn't mean rock. He uses a different word. He says, I tell you that you are Peter. Um, Petrus, I believe. Yes, Petrus is a small stone. And on this rock, Petra, I will build my church. What Jesus is essentially saying here is that I will build my church on the revelation that I am the Christ, the Son of the living God, or the Messiah, the Son of the living God, means the same thing. So he wasn't saying that he was going to build his church on Peter. Uh, he had already tried to build on man back in the Garden of Eden, if you remember, with, with Adam, and that didn't work out so well. So now Jesus has come, and upon the revelation of who he is, that's where the church is going to be built. But I want to point out something else that he says to Peter here that I find fascinating. He says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. Now, I find this interesting, and again, I believe he's talking to all of us. I believe this applies to every person that has faith in Christ, that we have the keys of the kingdom, and that whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And I think we have authority in our covenant that maybe we don't even, and not maybe, that we don't even understand. There's no doubt about it. We don't even understand the depths, the, the power, the possibility in, in our authority, okay? But nonetheless, this is my point here, that I think specifically also he's talking to Peter. I think specifically he just made a veiled promise to Peter that he, in fact, is going to keep. Let me just remind you, okay, that the very first gospel message was preached by Peter in Acts chapter 2. After the believers were baptized in the Holy Spirit, Peter started preaching in Acts 2, and he preached a while. And the Bible says over in verse 41, then those who gladly received his word were baptized, which means that they all believed already, because water baptism follows salvation, okay? It does not have to follow the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but it, it often does, okay? But, but again, that doesn't matter so much. The requirement is salvation. So it says, they gladly, those that gladly received his word were baptized, and, all, and that day, rather, about 3,000 souls were added to them. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and the breaking of bread and in prayer. So know this, that the very first time Jews, other than the disciples, and, and uh, you know a few other followers, about 120, other than them, and perhaps these 500 that maybe saw him during his resurrection, but until now, the gospel had not been preached because Jesus hadn't released them into their ministry. Remember, he gave them the Great Commission, but then he commanded them to wait for the empowering of heaven, which was going to enable them to carry out the mission. But my point is this, is that the first time Peter preached to the Jews, 3,000 were saved, and he's the very first person to ever preach 
the gospel. Uh, then the next day, 5,000 were saved. So in two days, or maybe three days, um, 8,000 people were added to the church through the preaching of Peter, and these were all Jews. And then we find ourselves in Acts 10, where the very first time that a group of Gentiles hear the gospel and respond is by the ministry of Peter. I believe Jesus made good on his promise to give Peter the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And he was the very first man to preach a message to the to the Jews, and he was the very first message uh, person to preach a message of hope and, and, and life to the Gentiles. And then, of course, you know, the ministry exploded. But, um, but I'm telling you, this is a major, major deal for me. I just love the way we can dig into the Word. We can find things that excite us, and we can see that, that God is true, and every, even if every man is a liar, okay? So that's all of our time today, my friends. We'll pick it up here tomorrow as we are just getting into this chapter. But let me just say this. God has made promises to you. Maybe He's spoken them deep into your heart in the midnight hour of your life. Maybe you've struggled. Maybe you've been in a place of disappointment. Maybe you've been in a place of discouragement. But let me just say this. You have something today in your heart and in your mouth that can literally change the world around you. And all you have to do is be willing to be used of God, just the way Peter was. The Holy Spirit sent men to get him and said, Hey, come, and, and we want to hear what you have to say. And he was just willing to go. And because of that, multitudes know Jesus today. Friend, listen to me. Wherever you're going today to, to work or to be with family or, or your neighbors or whatever, God has a plan for you to share his love. Whether you ever talk about Jesus or not, just share the love of God. Love on people where they are, and they'll ask you why. And then you'll be able to preach and just share your heart and what God has done for you. It's a great day today. Well, thank you for your time today. Thanks for being with me. And we'll pick up right here tomorrow on the podcast. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We pray you are blessed by God's word. For more information, visit our website at www.newcreationca.org.